0: This is Communications Officer Jim Minns and welcome to the PSA CPSU New South Wales podcast. This week...
1: We need to really make sure that our workplaces are safe and we can come to work in an environment where we're not threatened, where we're not harmed and not have our mental capacity decreased because of the work that we do.
0: We sit down with the new president of the Public Service Association, Nicole Jess. The membership of the Public Service Association of New South Wales has elected a new president, Nicole Jess. With 33 years experience in corrective services and 33 years as a union member, Nicole brings a wealth of experience from the front lines as a dedicated and hardworking member of the public service. As our new president, Nicole explains the drive and passion she will bring to the role, the benefit this will have on the members who elected her, and also some insight into how she became a leader in the union movement. I'm sitting here with the newly elected President of the Public Service Association, Nicole Jess. Hello, Nicole.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: I'm very good. Thank you for spending some time with us today. I really appreciate it. So we just wanted to go back into your history a little bit and talk about um, how did you get involved in the union in the first instance?
1: Well, I joined the job 33 years ago Mm -hmm. as a prison officer um, and straight away the union is there on, I think it's the last week they've been going in. Um for 33 years that I know of, uh, going into the academy and uh, signing us up.
0: This is the last week of training, is that last right? Last
1: week of training mm-hmm. and they come in and they tell us the benefits of the union and why we should be in the union mm-hmm. and um, it's funny because I actually don't come from a family that's union background. Mm-hmm. We've never um, – my parents are certainly not union background um, and I didn't hesitate in joining the union because the what the um, – the, the people who came and represented the PSA at that time, uh, the benefits um, that they told us um, that PSA actually give to the membership uh, far outweighed um, anything that I had ever heard of and they actually instilled confidence in us um, that we had someone looking after us in a job where we're actually looking after everybody else.
0: Yeah, right. So thirty-three years in the correct in corrective services. So therefore, thirty-three years as a union member. Yes. Uh, wh- when did you become a delegate? How did that? How did you make that leap?
1: I vaguely remember. I, I actually don't know. I've always been someone that's able to uh, stand up for people or mm. voice my concerns okay. uh, and voice them for myself. But I did see. Um, that there was other people in the job that couldn't do that. And it's quite bizarre because you can stand up and you can tell an inmate to go and do this and go and do that. But to fight for your own rights and entitlements, people couldn't do that. So I had no problem saying, well, no, this is our award conditions, this is this. And then um, I think it was a senior correctional officer at the time who was a chairperson came to me and said, would you like to run... Um, as a delegate, and I thought, well, yeah, I could do that, yeah. And then it was just from there, and then I ended up um, being the chairperson, the the um, chairperson at Silverwater Women's Correctional Centre for quite some time. Um, and then I was asked to run on the POVB um, Executive Committee, and I was the first female ever elected onto that committee. Um, and then. Over time, I did various positions, and now I'm the chairperson. Um, And whilst I was on the executive, I was asked by John Carl, who was the general secretary, and my mentor, Sue Walsh, uh, to join the um, PSA executive. Yeah. And um, it's just been you know, by chance that I've stumbled into these areas and I'm passionate about the PSA membership.
0: Absolutely. Well, I mean, 33 years in the job and 33 years as a member of our great union, you've obviously clearly uh, won the hearts and minds of um, your colleagues in terms of being able to lead them to better conditions.
1: I think I've proven over time that I'm passionate and I want to bring that passion into every other area of the PSA and um, that I'm honest and... um, I, I won't fight for anything that, you know, is is not achievable. Absolutely. Um and that you know, I will fight anything that, you know, I believe in to be achievable and to be worthwhile. Absolutely. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, um, the union in general has uh, rewarded you with that by voting you in as our new president. I thank them. Absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) So you ran on a platform of um, improving mental health. I mean, you've had a background uh, in prisons, obviously, in improving those uh, capacities and and your work continues. You want to expand that out into all areas of the public service. Mm -hmm. Uh, Why is mental health uh improvement of our members important to you
1: i think with being in the job for 33 years i've i've now i'm now seeing uh long-term colleagues that you know are quite strong men and women and had such a successful career all of a sudden mental health has hit them and they can't come back to work we don't have enough services we don't have enough um you know they don't have enough support. they've they've gone from an environment where they have worked with what we call the POVB family and then they're just, you know, out on workers' comp. The workers' comp is not, you know, sufficient for them Um, and they're sort of left by themselves. I want to make sure that mental health is first and foremost in all of our um, communications with corrective services and any other agency. Um, I think this government needs to have a mental health forum Um, They need to have certain um, – they need to be responsible for their employees and they need to make sure that, you know, they're in a safe environment and they get the support if they're not, and that's not happening out there. And um, I I have been going to – and I'm hearing from the organisers and from the industrial staff that, you know, mental health in all other agencies is becoming paramount as well. Um, that's one thing that I want to look at. And, you know, sexual harassment and bullying harassment is something else. Um, We need to really make sure that our workplaces are safe and we can come to work on a daily basis in an environment where we're not threatened, where we're not harmed, um, and that, you know, we go home to our families, whether you are working behind a desk or whether you are working in front of an inmate, we all deserve to go home and be safe and be able to be you know have not have that mental um our mental capacity decreased because of the work that we do
0: and you know just on harassment it's an area that you fought uh for stamping out completely um in in prisons bringing your knowledge into all sectors of the public service do you see that some of the practices that you employed could be could be benefited in other areas of the public service
1: look i think um i think PO, the POV being corrective services still got a long way to go as far as sexual harassment and bully harassment um, is is you know it's still quite prevalent in in our department. What we need to do is make sure our policies are not just uh, for corrective services but everywhere is supportive of the victim, and that is not necessarily the case out there. Um, you know we have a grievance procedures where you, um you know someone could. You could put in a grievance procedure on someone. You don't know that person could have seven different grievances, but there's no mechanism in in the departments to say that. And then people are getting promoted, people are, you know, but the actual uh, conduct is not changing. Mm. Um, so we need to make sure that that's been addressed. And I would like. Um, PSA to possibly have one set standard that we accept in all these policies and make sure that that standard is the bare minimum and then we can improve on that as we go along. Um, because there seems to be a different standard in different agencies and, uh, and policies going around. So it's something that I wish to look at.
0: Well, that will be a big change for you, being more hands-on with the different sectors?
1: It it will certainly be a big change for me because I am used to being frontline and and doing the job as a prison officer and I love doing um being a prison officer. You know, I hope that what I bring what I have um brought to the POVB that I can increase on that. Um, uh, for the PSA and for the greater membership.
0: The newly elected president of the Public Service Association, Nicole Jess, thank you so much for being on the Public Service Association podcast today. Thank you. This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSA CPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Mins. Thanks again, and you'll hear from us next week.